From Gimlet, this is Reply All. I'm PJ Vogt. Lee Odena died of a heart attack last month. He was 43 years old. Everybody called Lee Q, and everybody had an opinion about him, a strong one. The one thing people could agree on is that Lee reshaped a huge part of the internet. Reply All producer Chloe Persinos has the story. Stacy Odenad met Q when he was 17. He was this big, burly guy, always laughing. But she says what most people didn't get about Q is that he was a people watcher. You know, for such a big guy, he was just really, um, he could melt into the background, you know, and he enjoyed it. He loved being in the background and just watching, you know, how people relate and their little tics and, and everything. He just enjoyed it. So, you know, he always would tell me days that you could see what I saw. He always wanted me to see what he saw. He was smart and ambitious, but he was trapped. He dropped out of high school and spent a decade working a string of minimum wage jobs. And so he decided that the way out, the secret to the life he wanted, was the internet. In 1999, he buys a porn site. It doesn't work out. So Q tries something else, selling mixtapes online. That's not a hit either. And then he makes a new site, all about hip-hop. It has interviews, articles, mixtapes, reviews. Q's dream is that it's going to be the definitive hip-hop website. So he names it World Star Hip-Hop. It launches in 2005, and it doesn't go anywhere either. There's no traffic, no advertisers, no money. And Q is desperate. This is a clip from an interview he did in 2014. I was broke. I was pointing my son video games to feed the family. Um, this is this is 2007, and I had World Star two years deep, and I'm over there pointing games. I'm I'm a, I'm crying to myself, trying to find ways to pay rent. Rents due, because money wasn't coming because people were afraid to invest advertising dollars. The best he can do is to sell these small banner ads to local underground artists. He's been betting on the internet for years, and he has nothing to show for it. But then, in 2009, everything changes. We got the first look today at what Apple says is the next big thing. Smartphones get video, which means that all of a sudden, anyone can record any mundane thing they see. We're in Hawaii. We just arrived. We're on the like-like highway. And Q, he's like, oh... That's it. Forget articles, forget reviews. Q wanted people's videos. And they start pouring in. The only rule was that they have to keep your attention. They gotta draw a crowd. Which is how you end up with a video of a guy in a Batman costume breaking up a street fight next to a video of a guy weeping about how good his weed is. Thank God for my reefer, man. This shit good. Next to a video of a street brawl where a guy accidentally hits his own girlfriend. Next to a guy proposing to his girlfriend in song. Next to a guy who's just too high out of Popeyes. We had Popeyes on Broadway, Houston, Texas. That boy tripping, man. Just gotta go on World Star, bro. As World Star got bigger, so did Q. 
Here he is on the podcast, Shots Fired. I love hip hop because it has its attitude. It's not everything so wonderful. It's like World Star. It's not everything wonderful. It's the good, the bad, and the ugly. There's a lot of bad and ugly on World Star. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you go you go down like a little hole, like, like you click K- on one K- video, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and then, then it shows you like, all right, so you click on like a music video. All right, then you click on like one of those rappers fighting another dude. Then one of the bitches that was in the back of the fight, she has like this video where she just like, you know, in a bikini. You click on the bikini, there's this whole bikini roll thing. Then there's like, then like two video girls fighting and it just send you into this endless loop yeah. of like, you know. Pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to say hedonism, but okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's those fight videos that actually got the most attention on Worldstar. Some of them become legends, like the one where a bus driver just uppercuts this woman. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. With Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot, you can upgrade your home with up to $2,400 off select kitchen packages from top brands like Maytag. Enhance your kitchen with the exclusive Maytag French door refrigerator and fingerprint resistant stainless steel only at the Home Depot. And with dual power filtration on the Maytag tall tub dishwasher, you can skip soaking and scrubbing. Right now, get Memorial Day savings up to $2,400 off select kitchen packages at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Pricing valid May 16th through June 5th, U.S. only see store online for details. Worldstar is a giant, towering over the competition. I talked to one of Q's competitors, Elliot Wilson. Elliot runs Rap Radar, and he remembers what it felt like to live in Q's shadow. BET started this award, the Website of the Year Award. And every single year, Q would win. World Star would win every year. Like, they literally won, like, five, six, seven years in a row. Like, and I'm like Susan Lucci, and I can't win any year. <laughs> and, even, and even one year, I remember um, Q, one year was just like, you guys should win, you guys should win. Like this Aww. year, and then he and then he won again. So you know, <laughs> hey, he's a winner. He's a winner. He used to win that one every time. And what would go through your head <laughs> when they'd announce like, and the winner is? I'd be mad. I would genuinely be mad. Now, I mean, beat. I would be disappointed, but I would just, I would just be mad in general, like that we never won. But you know, if you judge it purely by numbers, uh, he was out the park with it. So he kind of set the standard of how successful a hip hop website could be. Huge stars start doing exclusive videos with Worldstar, like DJ Khaled. Bless up, this is DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled told me that as the site got bigger, advertisers started showing up. Anybody that had something to promote on the internet had to go through Worldstar. And it doesn't matter if it wasn't music or not. It was like you, if you were to promote soap, you know, you would go through Worldstar because that's where everybody was going. So now Q had influence. He could help a rapper blow up by featuring them on Worldstar. Trinidad James. Chief Keith. You could get famous on Worldstar without a record label backing you. You could be super amateurish and just like weird. It was fine. You just had to be captivating. 
One of the best examples is this rapper named Lil B, the bass guy. Shouts out to my uh, girlfriend. Lil B writes songs like Cash in My Tiny Pants or I'm Miley Cyrus. I'm Miley Cyrus. I'm Miley Cyrus. I'm Miley Cyrus. He goes on TV to talk about the curse he placed on a basketball player while wearing a lace dress and earrings. Lil B didn't look or act like anyone's idea of a famous rapper. But he told me that Q got it. You know, he just really supported what I had going. You know, he believed in me. He didn't think I was funny. Um, nothing was, you know, he took uh, Little B very seriously. What do you think was the thing that, that Q figured out that no one else did? I think he got it early. Just just the magnitude of the Internet. He knew the power of hip hop and the Internet very early. And that's something that I figured out, too. And I think that's why we, you know, got along and, and we had a, a mutual respect for each other. What was your Internet strategy? My algorithm. No, I don't need to know your algorithm. I just like, <laughs> like at the moment. You want the, like you're trying to get million dollar answers, man. <laughs> like you, Lil B knew how to work the Internet. For instance, at one point, all these rappers were using MySpace to promote their songs. But there was a cap on how many songs you could post. So... Lil B found a workaround. I had 155 uh, MySpace pages. I, I controlled all of them, and I had a minimum of five songs each page, but you can put at least 10 songs on there. And then he starts making a ton of videos, these homemade, funny, janky videos. Q liked him, and Worldstar posted them. How quickly did you notice the effect? Like that day, the next day, in a month? Like how quick did it happen? Oh, that day. Just, just once you're on World Star, it happens right there. The effect pops right there. You know, it's a, it's an instant, instant gratification. It's been a long time coming. I was a part of the World Star Hip Hop family, you know, and I take pride in that. You know, I still am. Like you know, it's World Star to the end. Of course, for every funny, bizarre little B video that's on Worldstar, there's dozens of videos of violence, of people just beating the crap out of each other. One of the most famous videos became known just as Sharkeisha. It's of two 17-year-old girls. They look really young. They're talking quietly for almost a minute, and then Sharkeisha suddenly yells at her. She punches her in the jaw. The girl falls down, and Sharkeisha keeps hitting her and then kicks her in the face. Millions of people watched the video. When Sharkeisha punched that girl in the face, they had a camera camera ready to go. Before she swung, that camera was in position and set up. They were definitely looking... This is from a panel discussion back in 2014. These academics and artists debating Worldstar on HuffPost Live. And then we're seeing young women, there's a sort of celebration of them hurting each other. So in our communities, we are very disturbed by the ways in which Black men are killing one another, and we should be. But we are sort of snickering off to the side about what seem to be these kind of harmless fights. Why are you so mad? I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm mad. I have the right to be angry because little black girls are getting punched in the fucking face. Little black girls and black boys. Black people are being hurt. Why are you dividing? They call me the devil now. Who calls you the devil? Tell me about some of the shit that you've gotten. I mean, they say I'm putting black people back. uh, I'm promoting violence. But these guys have Grand Theft Auto Call of Duty in his deck. Uh Ten-year-olds playing Grand Theft Auto, picking up hookers and watching Family Guy and giggity, giggity, giggity. And they're claiming me for 
violence and sex and all this. I'm just, I just laugh at it. If I turn the cameras off, turn the world stars hip hop side off, this stuff will still occur. In other interviews, Q says, listen, human beings have been fighting each other since the beginning of time. Worldstar didn't invent this. But the same way Instagram taught people to take artful pictures of their brunch, Worldstar taught them what to do when something violent happens. Take out your phone and yell Worldstar. Perfect example. (laughs) I was at a protest the other day up in Berkeley. You know, this is the one where they set the fires. This is Davey D. He's a hip-hop journalist and historian. And one of the neo-Nazi cats gets knocked out. And now you have white kids pull out their video and go world star when he gets knocked out. Now, (laughs) we could laugh because I think most of us are like, well, that neo-Nazi needed to get knocked the hell out. But what happens when it's the young man that knocks the girl out on the bus or pulls a skirt up? Or does something demeaning to that and people pulling out their video talking about Worldstar, knowing damn well that that's going to get a, a play on, on his channel. I spoke with Jason Parham. He's an editor at The Fader. He actually interviewed Q a couple years ago. I wanted to know what Q would have said his legacy was. And Jason told me that for Q, the most important thing was that he'd never sold out. Worldstar was his site, his vision. I know he was always looking to evolve and grow, but also in the, in that way, keep ownership over everything he had, you know. Um, but it was I think it was a success to him, whether it succeeded within the eyes of the larger culture. I don't I don't I don't think so. Oh, well, pers- like my own personal politics, like I do love the site and I think he's important and he's a gatekeeper in that he very much believed in black youth culture and rap and hip-hop and documenting all sides of it. But it's like, at some point, it became about something bigger that I don't think even he could control. He, I mean, and I remember in our interview when we spoke, he brought up CNN, he brought up MSNBC. He kept saying he wanted to be the news. He wanted to be a part of the global conversation. I mean, it was certainly an ambitious goal. He made, you know, lemonade out of lemons, you know? I mean, he was given very little but he was able to work with what he had. I talked to a Worldstar employee named Jay who told me that, yes, the company will keep going without Q. It'll be run by the same small team that's been there for years. None of them saw Q's death coming. He'd been working on big plans for the future, like a TV show for MTV. It premiered a week and a half after he died. DJ Khaled told me Q had worked really hard on the show, and thought it would take Worldstar to the next level. I just seen him two days before he passed. And when I seen him, he was happy. It's just, it hurts to see the man not be here. I was inspired because I'm like, man, this man not only took over the internet, now he's on TV with it. He just opened another door for the culture. You know what I mean? And I just want to let him know, like, we got you, bro. We love you and we got you. Reply All producer Chloe Persinos. After the break, we go down the storm drain. 
This episode is brought to you by Essentia. A better you starts with better hydration. Essentia is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddleboards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Welcome back to the show. Uh, so we are here in the studio uh, with Damiano, who just got back from vacation in California. Damiano, hello. Hey, guys. Welcome back, man. Thank you. It hasn't been the same without you. I wanted to say it's good to be back, but it's sunny. It's fucked up. I was like, I was like welcoming you back with open arms, and you're like, I wish I could say that I enjoyed here. But... <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what's going on. I Neither do I. Here. Yeah, why are we here? Um, we are here because I have a small update about the tortoise. <gasps> what is the update? Yeah, how small are we talking? Oh, don't get too excited. Just a couple of interesting things have happened. Well, there's like, it's a binary story in my <laughs> mind. Like, the tortoise is found or not found. It's not like, I don't know, like there are rumors that the tortoise is living a happy life down in Mexico under another Flash name. Flash is a complex character. <laughs> El Flasho. So, okay, wait, wait. So let me give a little bit of context for people if you haven't heard the story, you don't remember the story. Like five months ago, I went to California to visit a family who had posted an ad on Craigslist about their tortoise named Flash, tortoise they'd had for like 30 plus years. Mm-hmm. And the reason they'd post the ad is because Flash had escaped. Right. And then and in, in the looking process, for Flash, they'd found a different tortoise that wasn't Flash. Exactly. Which led to, like, if it ended up feeling like maybe there was an epidemic of tortoises just fleeing constantly. Uh, exactly. Like, we were in this weird position of having somebody else's tortoise while we were, like, looking for our tortoise. It was like an Alanis Morissette song. Wait, well, there's, wh- a, there's an Alanis Morissette song about... Irony. No, that's not what irony is. It's the way she describes irony. Like, it's like rain on your wedding day. It's like looking for your tortoise and finding another tortoise. It's like a free ride you just didn't take. <laughs> um, so, it's good advice that you just didn't take. Right. Who would have thought? Anyway, we looked everywhere for Flash. Couldn't find him. And so since I was back in California last week, I paid the family a visit. 
Hey! What's going on? How you doing, man? Right? How are you? Good. It's good to see there you. There was still like, so Benny is, Benny is, it's uh, Mike is the dad and Trish is the mom. Benny is their kid. And um, so we sat down in the kitchen. So how long, I'm just trying to like uh, back up to when I last saw you. How long ago was that? It was definitely before he normally starts to hibernate, which is October-ish. And they told me that since then, the mood in the house has gotten a lot more grim. It's been raining a lot. Like, and it's been really cold, like unseasonably cold for this area. Yeah. And I just imagined him, because when they hibernate, they burrow a little bit. They sort of like burrow in wherever they're sitting. And I just imagined the rain just flooding him out and him drowning. Benny, their son, had a different idea. I, I thought that he went down the, the drain, but you guys kept saying that he wouldn't fit in the gutter. Benny kept trying to get Mike to climb down into the storm drain to, like, retrieve the tortoise. But um, there's these huge raccoons that live down there and, like, pop up from time to time. One of the raccoons came out of the storm drain and killed their chickens. Oh, my God. So they had, were like chickenless and tortoiseless, and all of their pets were gone and potentially dead. The whole thing is like a vicious Disney movie. Mm-hmm. But the other possibility is that he's like miles and miles away. Like if, if he's been walking since I was there, he could be like in, in Virginia or something. Okay. So Trisha decides like, okay, at this point, we just, we need to like, we need to come to terms with like the fact that Flash, our lifelong pet, is is like most likely gone forever dead. Um. And so they wanted to do something to get some closure, like bury a box in the backyard or something. But then they get a text. And the text says, someone has found your tortoise. No. Get out of here. Actual tortoise or just another tortoise that looks like Flash? Someone has found your tortoise. And it's your neighbor two doors down. No. They were cleaning out their garage. They moved away some boxes. And there was Flash. Ah! <laughs> really? <laughs> Sleeping away. That's the best. Yeah. That's the best. I told you that he could have survived any <laughs> anything. So did you just had you had you knocked on the door of that neighbor's house? Yeah. So when we were searching, they live at like the end of this court, and we were searching. We had talked to her. We had gone through her whole backyard, and we hadn't found him. The thing that I keep thinking about is like he did he like walk for miles and then just like came back. That does not seem like no. the Occam's Razor no, solution. He did here. not. And then just go in the garage. I think there's a. I think you're trying to invent a scenario where there wasn't a tortoise right <laughs> under your nose. <laughs> well, anyway, um, so Mike picked up Flash and carried him very carefully back to their house, and now he's hibernating in their garage. And I got to go meet him. You have to be careful um, picking him up because you don't want to wake him up. Because mm-hmm. then he'll pee, and if you startle him, he'll pee, and all his, you know, that's his, what he lives on for the next couple months. On this shelf, there's like just like a big cardboard box, and he pulls it out and opens it up, and flashes inside, just wow. sleeping. I see the scratch on his shell. Is that it right there? Yeah, he's he's. It's like he there hard. and there. Oh, yeah. he, what what were your impressions of him? He's like a little smaller than I thought he was. 
He's like very charming and he's like do you know when Can like, you describe his charm a little bit for he's me? He's just like, I don't know. He's just like You're a, clutching yourself he's in not joy. an intimidating size. He's like a nice size and he's got like a nice sheen to his shell. He's got that one toe gone, which is like very a cute. little bit of character. Yeah. His little head is sort of like his little beak is like kind of popped out of his shell just slightly. And he was like, you know, when animals sleep and they're like moving slightly, sort of like because they're dreaming about yeah. something. And so his legs are sort of like very slowly swimming back and forth. So that's my update. I have to say, <clears throat> I'm very happy for the family. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. My one regret with Uh-oh. the way this turned out mm-hmm. is that I was so excited to be like, look, I will go into the sewers <laughs> <laughs> with a recorder and a BB gun, and I will fight off those raccoons and find that tortoise. Oh my God. That to me sounds like a great adventure. But You should have been a Ninja Turtle. Turns out it wasn't needed. <laughs> That's great. Welcome home, Flash. Welcome home. Reply All is hosted by me, PJ Vogt, and Alex Goldman. We are produced by Shruti Pinamanani, Via Benin, Chloe Persinos, and Damiano Marchetti. We're edited by Tim Howard and Jorge Just. Production assistance from Sangeeta Rayasam. We are mixed by Rick Kwan. Special thanks to Jay Sang, Jeff Weiss, Dr. Treva Lindsay, Stephen Kurtz, and John Carmonica. The audio of Q on podcast came from the Shots Fired podcast and from The Champs and from Jason Parham's interview with Q a couple years ago. Matt Lieber is hoodie weather. You can find more episodes of the show at itunes.com slash replyall or wherever you get your podcasts. Our website is replyall.soy. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Sir.